Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, February 27, 2024. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Let's start with the bigger picture, which is she's in an uptrend. Obviously, the trend is your friend. There's been a couple of three-day pullback. There's a little tail, but we don't consider tails in the middle of nowhere a big deal. At least I don't. But nevertheless, here's what I'm looking at. So we've got a market that trends up, and each time it goes up, it has a day or two pullback along the way. Sometimes it's four or five or six days. Sometimes it's two or three days. Here's a one-day wonder. Here's a one-day wonder. Here's two days. Here's two days plus a little bottom. Today, we'll see if it sticks. It's in an uptrend regardless, even if she comes down a little farther. What would promote some more downside activity tomorrow on Wednesday, for example? Well, you have the phony GDP number. It's the 8.30 a.m. data release, and they can certainly move the tape on the data release. Which way? They can move it either way they want. It's an excuse to move the tape. They plug in the reason after the fact. If the tape moves down, it's because of a bad GDP number. If the tape moves up, it's because of a good GDP number. GDP gets revised about four or five times over the next several quarters. It's a ridiculous number, but if the market wants to use it as an excuse to move, she'll move it. Right now, on the downside, your bogey is the low of this breakup candle, 503.02. Below that, on candle closes intraday, hourly closes two hourly candles below, a daily candle below, and that means that it's going to open the door. Doesn't mean they have to get there, but it will open the door for the 20-period moving average, the red sloping trend line. That is, in fact, our home base situation. Was there a material change from yesterday? No, there wasn't. The S&P or the SPY was up 94 cents. The SPX was up about eight to nine points it's a grinding situation they're eating some time off the clock without being rejected is a bullish signal weekly chart it's in a very firm uptrend getting extended once again from home base doesn't mean she can't go higher she can that trend line is of interest to me got some commentary under the video last night on the trend line, that's good. That's what makes a market. Some traders don't believe in that trend line. Some traders do. I happen to think it's relatively important. We're going to find out soon if she can sustain price above the trend line or it cuts through it like a hot knife through butter. It will be of no consequence. I think the trend line will be resistance. I think it is a resistance line. For those of you that didn't see last night, where does it come from? You flip over to the monthly chart and you have two points. You have point A, which is the March of 2000 high, almost 25 years ago. And you have the 2022 high, which is point number two. And I believe in that trend line. I think it's overhead resistance. We're going to find out. That's what makes a market. Two traders, two people, 
Five people, ten people can look at the same thing and come up with any number of conclusions. That's what makes a market. Each participant thinks a different outcome is coming. It's how we get price discovery. Remember this. For every seller of anything at any point in time, there is a buyer. For every buyer, there is a seller. Even in a slow market like it was today, a grinding market, I think you'll find some of the commentary interesting. I'm going to highlight a couple of the interesting facts, and then you can pause the video and read the notes and double-check the work to see if I'm full of bunk or not. Here's the Zero Dark 30 stuff. We're looking at 505.35, which is a bounce back in the other direction type place. 505.35. There's a method to the madness. Today, we're looking at a 15-minute chart to get started with. Right at the vertical is today's activity. 505.35 is your support line sighted at zero dark 30. They spiked it and they went back up in the other direction. Fair enough. But wait, there's more. What you'll notice in the notes today and what you'll notice about the market, it was super slow. They were just grinding back and forth in the middle of a zone in between one number and another, 505.35 and the number above, which today was our pivot, 506.90. Okay, fair enough. Well, look at this. Now we look at a five-minute chart and here's what I'm looking at. Opportunity to come down, miss the number, spike it back up. Still an opportunity to spike the low, hit the number, rip it back up in the other direction. The longer they hover over the number, the less I like the trade from that number. It doesn't change the number. It changes the trade potential opportunity at a number because the manner in which. We want them to come straight in. There are some caveats. There are some exceptions to the rule. However, when they eat time off the clock over it, they're essentially building a bearish kind of wedgish, flaggish kind of thing, and it takes some of the luster off the number. So what do we do about that? Funny, you should ask. As you scroll up in the notes, you'll see something important pop up at about 10.45. They ate too much time off the clock above 505.35, where it's the same number, but no longer the same trade. We just discussed that. 505, give or take, now down to 504, is the new zone. The new zone. Things develop during the trading day. Things change. We adjust with the market conditions. There's your 505. They spiked it by a quarter, ripped it back up in the other direction. And yes, we did have traders that took the trade. I got the email after the fact. It's all in here. Pause the video. Read the notes, go back to the chart, and double-check the work. We had a bunch of stocks on the move today. However, none of them hit their target. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Relative strength, my favorite market-leading indicator. Up 1.4% today against the SPY that was up two-tenths of 1%. Mrs. Market's trying to tell you something. They're right back above... An important spot. We looked at it in the room today. They opened right on it. It was 203, tested it, stayed above it, ran higher. They're challenging this high here. Above this high, you have this high over here. And when you look at the weekly chart, you can see what's going on here. We look at this each and every night. This is a channel. You break out above the top end of the channel. And where are you going? 
You're trying to challenge this information over here, these highs here. I have a number above at 216. That's active. If they get above and sustain price, we'll call it on weekly close above these highs here. Let's call it this high at 205.50. The trend is your friend. Above all the moving averages, there's nothing wrong with the tape. What about the folks down at the transportation department? My second favorite market leading indicator, a number one canary in the coal mine. What do we have here? We have a down day, about one third of 1%, but a down day, canary in the coal mine hovering on this convergence of moving averages, the 50 and the 20. If they give up the 50 and they start to trend lower, that's going to light up the canary and I wouldn't think the rest of the market is going to be going in the other direction. Clear up some of the nonsense from the daily chart. And what do you have? You have a market that's going sideways back and forth in a channel above all the moving averages. Nothing more, nothing less. It's building energy to make another push higher. There's your bogey for now. Write this one down. Put it on a sticky note. 15930 Start getting back above that. If this is just a pullback for a couple of days... If they start running higher and they start getting above 15,930 and they stay above, guess what? Game on for another leg higher. You're looking at the gap up here or higher. What's going on with the Q people? Up a buck today, a quarter of 1%. They're just running sideways above all the moving averages, eating time off the clock. There's no material change from yesterday, from the day before, and from the day before that. They're just building energy eating time. It's like a pullback, only not. So a pullback can be a bullish pullback. They make a higher low and go up again. It kind of looks something like this. We see it all the time. Market runs up and the market starts to go down. Traders think the market's collapsing. All they're doing is called consolidating in a bullish fashion, a pullback fashion, maybe a flaggish kind of pullback situation. Maybe it's a wedge. They make a higher low and then the next scene shows that they're running higher one more time and you have your A, B, C corrective pattern on the way up or just pattern on the way up. Well, guess what? If the market runs sideways after a run up, it's the same thing. Eating time off the clock is a corrective situation. It corrects some of the quote unquote, and I hate this term, but I use it overbought condition. It relieves some of the too far, too fast situation. They pull back, they eat time off the clock, they reset the tape, they recock the gun, all those things. Well, eating time off the clock is one of those things, running sideways. That's what the cues are doing. All this stuff's taught in my course, Lazy E-Mini Trader, by the way. What about the XLF? Anything going on over there? No, up 11 cents today. They're just hovering above 40.10. 4010 is an important number. Stay above, and the door is open for 4080 or higher. 4080 is the next target. If there's nothing wrong with the financials, there's likely nothing materially wrong with the underpinnings of the overall market. What about Smash Mouth? A little bit of a down day, a third of 1%. Anything material? No. They're well above all the moving averages, eating time off the clock at new highs they're just not at a new high today but they're a stone's throw away from new highs eating time off the clock nothing materially wrong with this market it's just running sideways same conversation about crude oil where are they headed 
What happens if this stays bullish above all the moving averages? She's bullish. She was riding these moving averages, going sideways for the most part in a channel, eating time off the clock below this high. This high is not the important high any longer. Where are they going? What's the next target? How about 80.50? Write it down. What if she gets above 80.50? Well, it's not going to happen anytime soon, like before the next video, although it could. But if she does, I have another number above. We'll talk about it as needed. How about Bitcoin? They hit the next number last night, 57,000, give or take. We're rounding. They're still stuck there. It's magnetic. It's overhead resistance. If they can stay above, there's another number. If they can stay above, close daily above, stay above. If they start running, if they're doing the middle of the night thing again, whatever it is, the next number is all the way up at 63,000. That's the next number if they sustain price above 57. Now, can 60 be overhead resistance? Absolutely. But this is the next number that I have from the calculator, from my work. My number is 63,000 if they keep going. 50,715 was a sticking point. We'll see how long 57 is a sticking point. One of them will reject Bitcoin for a meaningful retracement slash pullback. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.